Jesus mighty name for our leaders we pray for Apostle C and Sister C this morning we pray for Pastor Gardner and Sister Gardner we lift them up before you God in the mighty name of Jesus yes Lord yes Lord and Father again we thank you in advance Lord we praise you thank you Lord God for what you're bringing to this house thank you Lord for the continued growth thank you Father God for exponential growth thank you for the revival Lord that continues to take place that you're ushering in and Lord we thank you that even when it doesn't look like it you're moving God even when it doesn't feel like it you're moving God even when it doesn't seem like it you're moving God thank you for your move in this place thank you Lord for what you're doing in this hour yes God we bless you Lord as we lift up our leaders in this house we pray for our bishop now we lift them up before you thank you Lord thank you for a good report thank you for a mighty move in his life thank you for your hand touch upon him thank you Lord thank you for your grace and anointing that's on him now for healing for recovering for deliverance we praise you now Father, hallelujah, even as he's resting, you're filling him up. Even as he's resting, you're equipping him, Lord God. Even as he's resting, Lord, you're preparing him. Hallelujah, God, for the greater works. Thank you for our pastor this morning, Dr. Sharon. Come on, lift your hands this way. As we pray for her, we lift her up. God, we pray for her strength this morning. Strengthen her with all might in her inner man. Lord, strengthen her. God, pour into her the oil and the wine. Father God, strengthen her. Thank you for the courage you've given her. Thank you for the strategies you've given her. Thank you for the wisdom that you're willing to give her. Thank you for the anointing, the increase of your anointing. Grace, 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 and more grace over her life. Lord, we praise you for breakthrough this morning. We give you all glory and all Come on, people of God, lift your voice and give the Lord praise this morning. says when you were a baby did you depend upon someone else for you could do nothing when you were a child you asked someone to take or someone took you by the hand and walked you but as you grew older you decided I want to be independent I want to be on my own but the Spirit of the Lord said this morning, be a childlike faith and take my hand. And the Spirit says, take the hand of the one next to you. And take the hand of the one next to you. And take the hand of the one next to you. And walk with me. And walk with me. Trust upon me fully, says the Spirit of the Lord. Walk not independent of yourself. For I tell you, in the 
next four months at the end of this year I'm about to do something greater in your life if you will take my hand if you will trust me if you will walk with me do not walk independent of me but walk with me let me guide you be of a child like faith and trust me to the spirit of the Lord for I will not lead you to harm I will take you across into the glory land I will help you cross the sea. I will open it before you. Walk not on your own. Lead not to your own understanding. But trust me. Trust me. Trust me fully. And let me walk you to the Spirit of the Lord. the spirit for I am in charge says the Lord 
more you need, be aware of my presence in all that you do. Look up. I am with you. I'm breaking ground. I'm breaking barriers. I'm bringing down strongholds. God said, I'm planting trees of righteousness for my name's sake. God said, I'm showering down the rain upon my righteousness. He said, I'm breaking new ground. But this is the time to seek my face. This is the time that you shall love me one another. This is the time that you shall show no partiality to my people. You shall walk as one. For I am the Lord thy God. But I am breaking down barriers. You shall go forth in my name. And they will know that I am your God. And you are my people. In the name of Jesus. Let, let, let me let me say this to you. It's pretty clear this morning. Everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. If 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 you got if you got feet, you should be moving them. If you got a mouth, you should be moving it. If you got hands, you should be waving it. For the next 60 seconds, I want everybody's mouth, your hands, your legs to move forward. One, two, one, two, move your feet. Thank <laughs> you. 
seated if you could sit down. If not, just stay standing. It doesn't matter. continue our worship this morning giving of our tithes and offerings we've brought a sacrifice of praise and we've brought a sacrifice of worship and we've brought a sacrifice of ourselves this morning now we're going to bring a sacrifice of finances We fought with trying to put the right piping together for a double sinking disposal until 10 o'clock last night. And Dave, I, I know you can hear me. There was one point I was ready to give up because I'd been up since 10 o'clock the night before. We went back to Lowe's for the 400th time. Thank God for Lowe's and Home Depot. Kept trying to figure out which piece of plastic PVC do we need. And the Lord led, led Dave's eyes down to something I'd never seen before. And it was a Y. Flexible Y that attaches to two things. It was that piece that we needed to complete this job. I left last night, there was not one drip, not one leak. I'm telling you, many of us are weary this morning. We have fought a fight, but this is a day of energize. As you're preparing your offering and preparing to give back a portion of God what he's given to you. We have a couple different ways. You find the flap open, that's for um, uh, credit cards. Thank you, Dr. Cheryl. One with the flaps closed, fill it out, get proper tax credit for your checks, for your cash. You can donate at ECCLive.com, also PayPal. If you're online, go to the donate link. I'm going to challenge you. When you think you can't, increase your giving. You say, but I can't. Oh, yes. Yes, you can. One of the greatest fears that hit me was last year when my wife retired. I thought our income's going to be cut. Lord, how are we going to make it? God has shown me we're better off financially right now than we've ever been. I said, God has shown me we are financially off better than we've ever been because we have trusted him through the years. Raise your offerings this morning as we claim this positive confession. We have a positive confession. There we go. As I give in today's offering, I give with great expectation for my God to do the impossible with my tithes, offerings, and seed. I stand in unity with God, His Word, and the Holy Spirit. I stand together in prayer and agreement with those in my house, believing God will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I could ask or imagine with my tithes, 
offerings and seed. The second offering today is for missions. We call it missions. We give a lot. There's two baskets, one for tithe, the other for missions this morning. Let me challenge you to give. Give with expectation. And allow the Lord to bless you. Allow the Lord to bless you. Amen. Father, thank you. Receive today your tithes and our offerings. We give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Come, bring your tithes and offerings this morning. Hi, I'm Tony Davidson, the Kids Church Pastor here at Evangel. I'd like to... I don't even know how you can sit there. I'm so on fire. I prayed for it this morning. That Holy Ghost showed up. Woo! Hallelujah! How many of you are finding God's doing something? God's up to something. Amen. Good morning, live stream family. I don't know how you can even sit in your seats. Amen. Love all of you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Amen. Our kids are waiting to go down to Children's Church. If there are any other children, they're out there waiting for you. Hallelujah. There's my grandbaby. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. God is good. Just quick announcement. If you are a visitor this morning, we're crazy, but it was awesome. If you are a visitor, a newcomer, new member. I just want to encourage you this morning to connect with Dr. Scott and Pastor Pam. Will you just stand real quick? Amen. There they are. They are our new members and visitor pastors, and we're excited at what God is doing in this house. Amen. And if you're watching by live stream, you can connect with them by just calling the office or emailing and uh, they will connect with you. Amen? Because we are loving all of you. Amen? And you're all important to us. So, Also, we have a dance conference coming up. One day conference. Amen? Uh, Reverend Danny, will you just stand a minute so we can identify you? There's our head of our dance ministry. Amen. We're bringing in an awesome teacher, Dr. Christina Wade. She'll be teaching a one-day seminar on dance. So, you know, it's absolutely free. We'll probably take a love offering, but I want to tell you, you don't want to miss it. Even if you just want to observe stuff on dance, if you want to dance, you need to come. Amen. And you can pull on her for information. It's coming up, I believe, next week, right? Next weekend. All right. Also, we're part of the Macomb County uh, chaplains and ministers for the youth home there. And so they are desperate for chaplains and teachers who can go in and teach the young men and women in the youth home. The, they're finally letting everybody in. Praise God. Amen. And so uh, they're in need. If you 
uh, are interested in that. You would like to become part of the team. You just need to contact Dr. Barb Smith. And I have her um, email. If that's something you'd like to get involved with, just see me right after church. Amen. Well, I want to get on with the word. Amen. I don't know. It's 1120, but I got time. Amen. So God is good. Now, are we, did we pass these out? Awesome. You got a piece of paper. If I'd have had time, I'd have wanted to laminate them. Because I want you to get this in your spirit today. Say this with me. I am the church. Say, all are welcome. I want everyone to experience God. I'm a gatherer. We do it better together. I want to grow. And I want you to grow too. I have influence because I want to create change. Hallelujah. So I want you to post this on your fridge, at your work cubicle, wherever, because this is powerful. God gave me this, and anything God gives me, I pass it right on. Amen. And the reality is, if you're at live stream watching, just contact me at the office, and we will be happy to get this to you. Amen? Awesome. Because we're going to say it again before the end. But I want to look today at what it is to be a healthy church. And I ain't talking about no building. Look at your neighbor say, she ain't talking about no building. That's right. I'm talking about us. We are the church. We got to be a healthy church. So God gave me this, and I want to look at it real quick this morning. Because I want you to walk out of here saying, I'm going to live by this. Amen? Father, thank you this morning. Thank you for every person watching by live stream or seated in this sanctuary. Thank you that we woke up today and it's a wonderful day to be alive. Father, we crush the enemy's head this morning. We crush it, smash and destroy him. He's a liar and there's no truth in him. Father, we thank you for the word this morning that was already prophesied by all the words given. I thank you for that, God. I thank you today that we have ears to hear, hearts to receive, because we are the church. We're it. And God, I just ask that you would write this word on our hearts this morning. In the name of Jesus, Yeshua, Adonai, he's our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when we think of the church, we don't need a bunch of books, CDs, digital 
whatever. We just need to go to the Word of God. Because the healthiest church alive was in the book of Acts chapter 2. Look at this. And they continued. Say, that's me. Steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. Fellowship. You're not an island to yourself. And in the breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common. And sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Say, I want to be a part of that church. Say, I am a part of that church. Because I am the church. That's right. When we think of an authentic, a vibrant community, they had it going on in Acts chapter 2. They didn't just exist for a culture. People didn't walk around saying, well, that's just the Jewish people and they would gather. No, they existed for a purpose. They knew they had purpose. When Jesus comes into your heart, you ought to be vibrant, excited. Authentic. Authentic. The real thing. That's what that means. Authentic. The real thing. See, what is your mission? What is your purpose? They had purpose. That's why they were excited. When we just float around doing our regular drudge every day with no real purpose other than to pay the bills, that's not purpose. That's responsibility. And we all got them. Sorry if you thought you'd skate by without them. Hello. But purpose, a reason to exist. And so here they are because they had to finally find their mission, their purpose. And that's what they were doing in Acts chapter 2. That's what made them the church. Because Jesus had left an imprint on them. So what's yours? What's your purpose? What's your mission? Well, I don't know. God hasn't told me yet. Yes, he has. You better listen. Because that Holy Ghost is right there 
tapping on you. Tapping. You know, when I make lunch for my little grandson, and if he's not eating what's on his little tray, I'll go like this and tap on it. And he'll look at me, and then he'll look down, and he'll take his little finger and start tapping. We got to know what God's tapping at. What's he tapping at in your life? What's he trying to mold you and shape you and change you? You got some stuff going on. You got hard times. Listen, do you know that I believe deep down that the Red Sea experience for the Jews, you know, God could have even avoided a Red Sea, right? He's God. But I believe sometimes God will let the enemy go as far to the edge as he needs to just so he can cut his head off. Just so he can say, I'm going to show you who I am. And in that process, he has to show us who he is. What's your purpose? Look at Matthew 4.19. This is awesome. And he said to them, Jesus said, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. And do you know that if you look at that in the natural, you think, okay, he's making them disciples. But do you know we should get excited? Because actually he was inviting them on an adventure. He was saying, come here, let's go on an adventure. Saints, we got to be like little kids again. When God says to you, come on, let's go do this, and you're like, ooh. And he goes, I'm taking you on an adventure. I don't know if I want to go on that adventure. But if you were a little kid, and I said to that little one, which I say to mine on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, come on, get in your stroller. We're going for a walk. He doesn't look at me like, I don't know about you, lady. He jumps in that stroller, crawls up, tries to get in that stroller so fast, putting on his little harness. We got to get like that with God. We may not like where he's taking us, but we ain't going alone, and he's in control. He said, come with me. I'm going to make you fishers of men. I, how many of you know that some of them thought, yeah, well, if anything's like they've been going, we ain't going to catch much. <laughs> how many of you know they were thinking that, some of them? But Jesus, man, when he gets in your boat, Whew. You can't lose. There's some things that God wants us to be as the church. And once we get this in our guts, then it becomes a corporate thing. See, it's not about growing in numbers. We've grown in numbers, but I want to see souls come to the kingdom. 
need some get growing fast scheme. I just need for all of us to get a fire set underneath us so we go win souls. Are you getting this? First of all, number one is God wanted his people to include everyone, welcome everyone, because he wanted everyone to have an encounter with him. The problem in the body of Christ is, as long as I get my encounter, (laughs) it is so not about you. It is so not about me. It's about us. It's about them. Well, I just don't like all that emotional stuff. I want to tell you what. God created those emotions, and you should feel the Holy Ghost. And you should experience a tingling and a a whatever. Because if God don't touch your emotions, the enemy messes with them. They must be important. God said, I want everyone included. Look at Galatians 3.28. I'm going to give you scripture because that's all you need. You don't need a book to tell you how to do this. There is neither Jew nor Greek, neither bond nor free, neither Italian nor uh, Hispanic nor black nor white. There is neither male nor female. We are all one in Christ Jesus. Every one of us. Well, I still want to get too close to that one. He's in sin. Yes, you do. You want to get close enough to say, come with me. I want to tell you about a man who never leaves you, never forsakes you, never lets you down, who's got you, who's going to take care, who's in control. We get so self-righteous. And then we go a step further. We start judging. Let God worry about all that other junk. You win the soul to Christ. You love them no matter what they're doing. You're not called to tell them, turn or burn. (laughs) How many of you hear what I'm saying? He says, I want everyone included. Second thing that's real important, God wants you to gather people. Be a gatherer. Get them all together. That's the church. That's me. That's you. Gather people. Don't be exclusive. You ought to not come to church and have your little group. No groups. We're the body. I'm the church. So everybody gets to gather with me. Everybody. I don't have no bodyguards. Help me, Lord. 
in the body of Christ or anywhere that needs bodyguards. Forget it. I'm the church. I'm a gatherer. Come here. Come here, let me hug you. Come here, let me tell you this. Come here. Gather. Why do you need to gather? Because you got something to share. <laughs> you got something to share. And you won't have to pull on anybody to gather. They're going to come around you. How many of you have been places where suddenly you find people are like right with you? <laughs> and you're going, oh, okay. You got something to share. The gospel is not going to get out there just because you're breathing. It gets out there because you have something to share. And so you gather people. Say together is always better. We do. We do it better. Look at Hebrews 10.25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. That means you've got to gather people to exhort them. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. So much the more as we are in 2021. So much the more. It's not getting any better. People say, well, people aren't praying enough. That's why the world's getting worse. No, the world's getting worse because it's supposed to. That's the word of God. We're not going to avoid that. God says it is going to get worse, but I'm the light, and I shine through you, and I'm in control, and I take care of mine. You don't have to fear. <gasps> it's sin times. I don't care. I don't care what time it is. I was talking to, you know, uh, some folks the other day, and, you know, they were just well, this is going to happen and that's going to happen and, you know, don't do this and if you touch that, this is going to blow up and that. I don't care. And stop listening to the junk. Get the word in you. Get the word in you. Get the word in you. You don't need negative reports. You can get enough of those just by living every day. Get the word in you. When they got done, I just was looking at them and they go, what's wrong, Pastor Cheryl? I said, I don't know. I just feel like, ooh. I said, I'm going to tell me what. I'm going to tell me what. I'm going to go listen to some word. Love ya. Bye. I don't want to hear all that. Well, it's true. I don't care. I don't care. My motto is, Hashem is in control. Hashem is in control. Hashem is in control. He was in control with the Red Sea, and he's in control right now with Israel, and he's in control in Afghanistan, and he's in control in India, and he's in control in America, and America ain't finished. Don't you listen to that garbage, America's going down. It is not. As long as I have breath in me, I'm praying along with a zillion other people, America is not finished. And neither are your families. 
listen to that junk. Well, this one's an addict and he's going down. And that one, she's going down. No! Not as long as we have breath. My kids are flourishing. My grandchildren are flourishing. I'm flourishing. Bishop is flourishing. And the devil is alive. How many of you are believing what I'm saying? Because you're the church. So you got to say what I say. Because I'm the church. He wants you to include everyone. He wants to gather people. Stop worrying about what everybody believes. Stop being divided about what you believe. Leave your beliefs to God. Leave their beliefs to God. Love on people. Do you know why Jesus gathered? Do you know why multitudes came to Jesus? Because he had something to say. And he loved. Jesus was a lover. They were drawn because they felt that love. How many of you know when you feel love coming at you? It's like overwhelming. He loved. That's why they gathered. They gathered around him because they wanted that love. People just want to be loved. Love them. It don't cost you anything. I don't agree with them. You don't have to. I don't agree with Bishop on everything. But I love. He loves. If you don't, if you want to experience what it is to love and not agree, get married. Right? Just get married. And you'll get changed. Look at all you husbands going, preach that thing. See, do people... Do they want what you have? Do people want what you have? Do they come around you and go, tell me, what, tell me something here. Talk to me. Or do they go, oh, I'm staying clear of that one. Gather them. Love on them. Walk in the, in the mission of this house. What is it? Love acceptance and forgiveness you cannot lose with that love acceptance and forgiveness all wrapped up in the gospel another thing that God said to me he says tell them to go grow grow if you're still at the same place in your walk with God as the day you got saved, there is a problem. Well, then for some of you, it might have been better when the day you got saved because you were on fire. <laughs> and maybe you've regressed. So maybe you do need to go back to the day you got saved. <laughs> Grow. Grow. Where you, you don't have no excuse in this house to not grow. None. <laughs> We got inner healing and deliverance where you can get healed up 
and devils cast out so you can grow. We've got Bible studies. We've got women's ministry and men's ministry the first Saturday of every month, every Wednesday night Bible study, every first Wednesday of the month. I'm doing something on inner healing and deliverance or warfare. There is no reason to not grow around here. You can go to the Bible college if you want to grow more. There is no reason to not grow. You can go out with the evangelism team on Saturday and experience real growth in your regular everyday walk. You can be a part of any ministry. I don't think there's anything that goes on around here that we say to people, oh, you can't be a part of that. If you want to grow, you can grow here. Go grow. We've got to grow. If we don't grow in our walk with God, we just become another nominal Christian. And then it's scary because I don't even know if that constitutes Christian. I don't want to just be stuck. And I respect all the theologians and all those that study doctrine, and that's great. We need doctrine. We need to know what we believe and why we believe it. But I'm so glad God didn't call me to that for a lifetime. Because I got to be doing. I got to be shaking. I got to be doing something for God. I can't sit still. Go Grow. Look at 1 Peter 2 2. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. Grow. You're not supposed to stay a babe. Man, the minute my little grandbaby got off of the milk and formula and the bottle, he's moving and shaking. He's going up the stairs and down the stairs. And yesterday, you know, I taught him how to sit and scooch down the staircase. Because I thought, oh my Jesus, these staircases. And so I was over there the other day, and all of a sudden I see him go grab the handle and go like that. And I go, oh, okay, mom must be working with you on that. So I'm working with him going down the staircase, you know, like that. And so yesterday my daughter calls me and she goes, mom, Max, walk down the staircase one foot in front of the other. I said, oh. <laughs> I thought you taught him that. She goes, no. I said, okay, well, I guess I did then. <laughs> He's got to grow. And she almost got teary-eyed. I don't want him to grow up. I do. Because <laughs> I don't want to carry him. He's big. How many of you hear what I'm saying? They got to grow. I remember when uh, Bree and Phil were uh, engaged and my littlest, my, my middle grandson who's in church with the kids right now, he was a baby and he couldn't walk yet. But they had him in the stroller and um, so then he lifted him out and it was one of the first times my, my oldest daughter Jenna had met him 
And so she looked at Phil and she goes, well, put him down so he can walk. And he goes, he's not walking yet. He's not walking yet, Jenna. Oh, because he looks tall. See, we got to grow. We got to grow. He learned how to walk. He learned how to run. He learned how to get out in the backyard with Nana and play ball and go swimming and all kinds of stuff because we got to grow. We got to be like kids again. Make sense? Say, I got to grow. Can you also give people the space to grow at their pace? That was Holy Ghost. I just thought about it. You know, people are growing and we're judging them. Uh-oh. I don't look at Max or Gabriel or any, my grandchildren and say, you know, you should be do, do, do. That's absurd. I don't look at them and say, how come you're not doing this, this, this? Because they got to grow. Stop looking at people and going, you shouldn't be doing that. You, you need to stop doing that. You can gently, if God's told you to correct, then gently say, you know, um, there's a better way. Maybe we can do this. But don't judge people. They're not at the same place as you. Maybe they're not at the same place as other people you know. But give them a space Are you hearing me? Fourth thing. Be and have influence. You and I, we got to have some influence. Because there ain't a person in this place or on live stream. You can make a change. You can create change in your atmosphere. So if nobody else in your atmosphere is creating change, guess who can? You can. You have influence. You know the guy at the top. It is about who you know and not necessarily what you know. We know him. That's all we need to know. I don't care about none of the other. Have influence. Look at 1 Timothy 4.12. Let no man despise thy youth, but be the example of the believers, not of the heathens. Be an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Be an example. Be the example of love, acceptance, forgiveness. Have that influence. Make a difference wherever you're at. Well, you know, all I do is I just do my routine. I go to the grocery store and then I go home. And it doesn't matter wherever you're at. I was standing in the bank line the other day. And I heard this woman say something about something going on in her family. And I said, oh, 
excuse me, I wasn't trying to listen, but would you like me to pray? And she looks, she goes, well, yeah. Influence. If we don't influence this world, he's got enough cohorts in his kingdom, the devil will influence it. And stop worrying about, well, it seems like he's outnumbering us. I couldn't care less. My God is greater. I couldn't care less. His army is weak. My God's army is awesome. And my God knows right where to put us when he needs us. Influence. And listen, God said this to me. He goes, it is so not about worldly people versus church people. Because I know people that will tell you some church people are pretty worldly. So it ain't about worldly people versus church people. It's called people. Say we're all people. All people. He's about all people. He really isn't impressed when you say you're a church people. He is so not impressed when you say, well, I'm minister so-and-so. I'm reverend so-and-so. I'm deacon this and that. I'm apostle so-and-so. I'm a prophet this and that. God could care less. I always tell people God is so not impressed with our titles. The other day, somebody was asking me, what should I put on my certificate? I said, how about your name? Yeah. Well, what do people call me? Your name. Who cares? Sometimes you better not tell them your title the way you act. People say, Dr. Cheryl, what should we call you? Just call me Cheryl. My mother called me that. If it was good enough for her, it's good enough for you. Just don't call me Cheryl Ann. Then I know I'm in trouble. Right? Man, don't judge. Leave all that garbage to God. Be a person that makes a difference to all people, all faiths, all cultures, all everything. Why can't we fellowship with other faiths, other people of other faiths? That's how you bring them into the kingdom. How many of you saw our precious sister get baptized out of the Muslim faith? Hallelujah. And she loves Jesus. Awesome. My, my relatives, man, some of them, I am just, a, I'm a mess. Yeshua is going to judge you good. As long as it's Yeshua and not you, I'm okay. Well, you were born a Jew and you're going to die a Jew. I said, well, I'm going to die a saved one. <laughs> Who cares? As long as we can agree 
that I believe Jesus Christ is Lord, the blood is the thing, prayer is necessary, and let's have a party. And you can believe what you want, but I know eventually you're going to want to come over to me because Jesus is the reason. How many of you hear what I'm saying? People say, you just think your Jesus is the only way. It is. He is. He is. And I feel bad sometimes because I feel like you sound really prideful. I don't mean to. But he is the only way. He's the only answer in marriage. He's the only answer in your family relationships with your kids. He's the only answer with your brothers and sisters. He's the only answer when it comes to being the church. He's the only answer in the world. He's it. All that junk they try to do to make it different and better, keep trying. Keep spending trillions. I don't care. You know, people are freaking out about the national debt. I don't care. I don't care because they're going to find a reason to raise your taxes. They're going to find a reason. So what do I care? Trillions, billions, zillions. How many of you are hearing what I'm saying? We all are people and we all matter to God. So I'm going to be the church to all people. See, the reason Jesus got upset, one of the reasons God was showing me that he cleansed the temple too, is because the temple had been designed around segregation. Really, the temple had been built around segregating people, the thems and the uses, the have-nots and the haves. So that did not fit Jesus' thing at all. Because Jesus said in Isaiah 56, 7, my house is a house of prayer for all nations. Well, that didn't sit real good with Rabbi. Right? I want to be like Jesus. All nations. Listen to me real quick. Commit to him every day of your life. Commit to him. Renew it every morning, every night. Commit to him. Have this constant conversation all day long with him. Talk to him. When you miss it, sorry, God. Talk to him all day long. Recommit. God, forgive me. I'm going to do better because your Holy Spirit's going to help me. Fill me fresh, Holy Ghost, constantly. Live separate. From the world. Live separate. You do something different than the world does. Doesn't mean you don't love them, but you got to do something different. Because his blood is going through your veins. Do something different. Live separate. Not full of pride. Well, I'm so much better. No, you're not. You're saved. And you're thanking God. And in your humility, you say, man, there but for the grace of God. Just live separate. You don't have to partake of what you know is tearing people down. Learn to look at yourself accurately. Learn to look at yourself and say, I'm, I still need help. I'm, in a, I'm still in the working stage. I'm a process. Not... Oh, I've gotten victory over that. 
No, you haven't, because your pride is reeking. <laughs> but you can come across someone, a gatherer. Listen, I know how to help you with that, because I have that. And I know what it's going to take for you to get free. So come here with me. Hello? Look at yourself. And then here's a big one. Serve out of love. Serve out of love. I don't feel like it. I don't know if I want to go do that. They're so mean to me. Who cares? Serve out of love. Love. I tell you, if you want to learn some stuff, get married. Right? Don't even lie out there. You know you serve that wife. You serve that husband sometimes just out of love. And I don't mean you're saying I'd love to punch him one right now. No. You serve out of love. Here, baby, what can I get you? Here, here, honey, what do you need? And they could be snapping at you. And they could be just having a really lousy day. And you're going, here, honey, here, let me help you. You might grab their ear and say, excuse me, I want to love you right now. <laughs> but you're serving. And here's the big one. Respond with a supernatural love. Respond. Don't react. No reacting. I know exactly when I'm reacting. Because Bishop will say, why are you talking to me like that? Why are you being so harsh? Who's being harsh? You hear what I'm saying? Supernatural. Authentic Christianity. I want to close out one minute. I want you to see this clip. I think we've seen this clip before, but for those of you that haven't, it'll be new, but it's called, What is the Church? The church is the building we go to when we want to learn about God. Nope, this is a church. Those are people. Yep, in fact, it's you and me. You kind of lost me. The church isn't a building. The church is the people who have made Jesus the leader of their lives. And that's us. We don't go to church. We are the church. And we exist for the world. Oh, okay. I still don't get it. Let's look in the book of Acts. That's where the Bible talks about the very first church. The people who first believed in Jesus. They didn't have buildings to meet in, so they met where they could. Usually in people's homes. So their church was a house? Nope, the church met in houses. Even then, the church was the people. And the apostles taught them many things about God. They did great and wonderful things with God's power. God did amazing things through everyone in the church. Through all the people? How? The people of early church put others first. They prayed together. They shared meals. They shared their time. They shared everything. Everything? Really? Are you sure? Sure, I'm sure. The Bible tells us that when one of them needed something, others shared what they had. They even sold things and used the money to help out. That's amazing. That's putting others first. The early church was really good at it. For instance, this one guy, Joseph, 
sold a field, and brought the money to the people of the church to help those who needed it. Awesome! What made them do that? They all agreed. They all wanted to live like Jesus, and the apostles told them how Jesus put others first when he died on the cross and went up to heaven. The early church learned about Jesus and lived like him, so they put others first. I think I get it. Great, but you haven't heard the best part. When others saw how those first church people lived, it made them want to follow Jesus too. In fact, more people decided to follow Jesus every single day. Wow. God did do amazing things through the first church people. And God still does amazing things through his people when they live like Jesus and put others first. Right, because we are the church. And we exist for the world. Amen. Say, I'm the church. Everybody's included. All are welcome. I'm a gatherer because we do it better. Together, I want to go grow. I want to grow. I want you to grow. I have influence because I want to create change. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that we are the church. Thank you that you're bringing that truth home more and more and more. Now, Father, my prayer is that as we've received this word, don't just bury it in our head, but take it to our hearts so that we'll go out there and be the church to people, all people. And Lord, I pray today that you would just use this, use this word to change lives and to Spark flames and uh, cause us, Holy Spirit, to be full of your grace, your mercy, your love. Thank you, Jesus. Just begin to thank him and begin to ask him how today can be different for you. How you can be the church. As we close today, I want to invite those of you that need to pray, that need a prayer for anything. Don't walk out of here. Even if you just want to get charged up for the week and you just want someone to pray with you. We've got pastors and ministers and deacons and ministers in the network. we got enough folks here that can pray with you. You are not alone. And there's no reason you can't come up here and receive prayer and grow grow so come on up for that we're going to put the basket out for our seed offering or maybe if you came in late and you have your tithes whatever you want to put in that basket we so appreciate everything that comes into this house and I just want you to read the scripture with me for our seed offering. This is so powerful. I love this scripture, Proverbs 11. Read it with me. Generosity brings prosperity, but withholding from charity brings poverty. Those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them, 
and the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. That sounds like growth to me. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.